When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the On the Pony Express podcast. In-depth SMU football. Hosted by Billy Embody. Brought to you by Epic Estate Wines. Walking strong on the Pony Express. A weekly segment with SMU alum, owner, vintner of Epic Estate Wines, Bill Armstrong. Epic Estate Wines. World-class wines from Paso Robles Wine Country. Learn more. Epic. E-P-O-C-H. EpicWines.com. And now your host. And now your host, Billy Embody. One, two, three. Let's go. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Walking Strong Podcast with Billy Embody, Bill Armstrong, and special guest, James Prochet, SMU, all-time leading receiver. We are in the Armstrong field number house. Three, number three in your program and number one in your heart, right here, James <laughs> Prochet. Take it away. This is an incredible night. So we're here at uh, Armstrong Fieldhouse, and we're, we've... Started the night, so we're live in front of, I don't know, 100 people or so here. And uh, we've had a lot of wine. <laughs> World-class wine by uh, Epic. It's amazing. Uh, we all had seven wines. Tonight, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about the game. We're going to talk about James and I are going to talk about a little bit of wine and football. And we're going to talk about next week. But I want to introduce a wine for the Pony Express case. And so the wine this week is Viognier. It's called York Mountain Viognier. And it is an unbelievable white wine. It got a 96 rated points on, this, on the wine scale. We talked about that earlier. But uh, Viognier is a really popular, very hard to get wine from, Con- the best in the world is a place called Condreu, France. And uh, this wine is the wine you would take if you want to really impress your boss or no if you want to go to a, like a wine experts home and they don't bring something new and different not some napa cab overrated overpriced crap but a really good white wine that'll blow away your boss or your mother-in-law or whatever this is the one you want to take so anyway make sure you try it this week because uh, I, i'm really hoping we're going to win against salsa by the way let me tell you why i picked viognier Look at that in a glass, that beautiful golden color. And I was sitting, sitting there thinking, golden hurricane. What's, what's a golden hurricane? What's a golden hurricane? I mean, I've heard of a, you know, the golden arches, you know. Nothing golden about hurricanes. I've heard golden goose. And you're in Oklahoma, shouldn't it be like a golden tornado? I mean, golden hurricane. So I want to pour this wine because it is so golden and but I wanted James to be here because his golden moment, at least in my mind, in my memory at SMU, was him catching that touchdown pass it's on, the, on the video screen over there against Tulsa, yeah. triple Ooh. overtime. Tell me about that. Um, it's the best moment of my football career. Uh, I'm super thankful for it. Uh, 
you could write a better story than that. Um, you know, growing up, you like playing in the backyard, like throw throw the ball up and three, two, one, like ball game. And when it really happens, like all your plans of celebration like go right out the window. So I was just thankful to have my brother there to be able to celebrate with me, like my favorite moment in my football career. Like super thankful. Like like, like I said, God could have written a better script than that. And to be able to sit here four years later and sit on some VA with my guy Bill and Billy, you know, it's a blessing. So oh, <laughs> listen to him talking about VA like he knows what he's talking about. He does actually he does he does actually know what he's talking about because the last two years, he's been our my intern at the winery. Yes, sir. So he was working in the NFL by day, and then on the summer break, he would come out to Pastor Robles and learn about wine. Yes, indeed. You have come so far from the main streets of DeSoto yes, to knowing about wine. I'm just saying. No, it's crazy. Like from uh, being a 214 baby, uh, DeSoto, Texas, uh, not drinking alcohol in college to you know learning about Grenache and Alvedra and Syrah and uh, Viognier and all these other uh, varietals of uh, grapes and the, the, just the process of wine and how I'm able to uh, mirror mirror those the process between football and wine it's been it's just been beautiful it's opened my mind to all these new things these new people and just these new experiences and like I'm gonna keep saying this all night you know because gratitude is a huge Huge theme in my life. I'm super thankful, super grateful for these experiences. Well, I tell you what, I, I am incredibly blessed that I met you in my life. You've you have changed my life in so many ways, Brock. I mean, it's it's. it's <laughs> So anyway, enough of the love fest. Uh, let's talk about football. No, 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 just a little more, just a little more. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, last week's game. Uh, biggest beatdown that I ever remember in the history of SMU. Oh my God. You know, uh, 55 to zero, not 55 points, but a shutout. I mean, just a total domination of a team and nobody talks about it, but we took a knee on the last drive. Now, there are some chicken shit coaches down like in Fort Worth that might have gone ahead and tried to score. This is why we're not live. This is, this is what, it, 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 they would have run up to score, you know. <laughs> but Sonny showed the, because you're asking your, I mean, you're asking your second team and your third team, to show their stuff. So the idea that you're telling them to take a knee, because they're trying to show off, right? And so they don't want to take a knee, but it was the right thing to do. So I was happy that Rhett, Rhett did that. But if I had to give the bottle of this fabulous Viognier to the player of the game, the player of the game was the defense. Absolutely. And my favorite part of the defense in the game was when they got to the one yard line, in the second quarter, and we stuffed them four plays in a row. That was huge. So no, the defense has been a huge tone setter because you can go back to the Pony Express days. We've been putting the points. We're going to have somebody breaking some type of record and some type of chase for the leader in some offensive category. But to have a defense now that's really solidified uh, their cohesiveness, how they follow the ball, their effort. Uh, Big, uh, big E down there in D-line kind of leading the way, like, you know, we got something special here, and I feel like this is the year 
before we go into ACC to kind of be the cherry on top as we grind on. I, I totally agree with you. I could not agree. I mean, it, I, that is exactly the way I feel about it. And Dude, I, I think we're kind of like ESPN We are. We are. We are like ESPN. Yeah. We go back and forth. Billy, can we get you out of the program? Here? Perfect. We are ESPN, right? It's Armstrong Fieldhouse in the background. Have you ever heard of that? Um, so anyway, uh, but if you go to the, if you go to the game, there are so many stars. I mean, there are so many stars. We you know we can talk about the punt return. We can talk about. I mean, I, I thought of, I thought it was Preston's. Best game. Yep. By the way, Preston as a starter is, I think he's six and two as a starter. Yes. I mean, think about it. He's essentially a freshman as, 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 a, as a player, and he's six and two. He had 300 yards. I think he had three touchdowns, no picks. Again, four. Four touchdowns. Yeah, four total touchdowns. Four total touchdowns. And that was his best game. I loved it that he was throwing underneath a little bit as opposed to just throwing it long. And I know that was part of the game plan, and they did a much better job of that. Yeah. And so I, I just thought that was terrific. Um, but we can go down the list. I mean, like, it was so great to see Tyler get the ball again. I mean, he is a hammer, and everybody's helmet is a nail. I mean, if he has an open field, he's like, no, nope, I'm going to go hit that guy in the head. I mean, it's just it's so, so much fun, right? And, and then uh, the receivers. Hey, I'd like to hear your opinion, James, about – we need to have a receiver step up and be the man. And and you were the man when you were here. How would you? What would you coach these young guys? Like because we have Jake Bailey and we have Jordan and we have Jordan and we have uh, R.J. and we have all these guys. But I mean, I think those guys recognize the depth in the room, and we have a, a lot of guys with great attitudes. They're humble, and they understand that we're chasing something bigger than themselves individually. So they kind of kind of. You know, receivers were always known for being the diva of the football team. Wow! You're not a diva. No, 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 you're no, sir. No. But, you know, that's our stereotype. You kind of got to have a little oomph to you to want the ball to play, you know, to want to be that guy and to believe in yourself enough to make that play. But on the flip side, you can also have five or six guys that believe in each other to go make a play, you know, and I feel like. We're going to go further because we have that depth. We're going to always go on one guy to make a play, one guy to do this, two guys to do that. We got six guys that can make a play. We got running backs that can make a play. And then we got a great quarterback who's, like you told me, he's always going to chase the big play. The things and dunks, the five yard games, the six yard games, taking what the defense gives you. That's a great mix of maturity. It's a great mix of team cohesiveness, like I said before. And I think that's the right recipe for us to, you know. I like that. I But I, I remember. Before you, Shane always knew to throw to you. Right. I mean, when he when he went back like that, like this pass we keep watching on replay. Yeah. When he went back, he's like, "One, where's my boy?" Right. That's the one thing that I wonder whether Preston has that guy. Like, okay, I know I can rely on Jake Bailey, yeah. or I know I can rely on Jordan Hudson, or you know. I mean, he does that, but he has a multitude of those guys. I know. I know. And yeah. I just feel like, like you know, I, even if you look back, I think the Rams are probably the last team. And the only team that lasts 15 to 20 years to have a receiver that lead, that leads every category, and they still go in the Super Bowl. You know, it's we have the the main the main cog in those machines of Super Bowl winning uh, championship teams are the defense. And we have the defense. Do you have a quarterback that's not going to get the ball? We have it. 
you have a run game. We have a run game. Yep. You know? And now it's just up to the receivers to do their job, make the play that needs to be made. We don't need a guy to be we need them to believe themselves individually, but we don't need one guy. Yeah. I need all six to step up. You know? All right, that's fair. That's, that's totally fair. And I, I, we have not had a defense like this at SMU nah, since yeah, the 80s. Since the 80s. It's been I mean, seriously. I mean, it's like, and I kind of hardly, hardly even know what to say. Because normally we're just like trying to outscore everybody, right? I mean, look at, look at last year against Houston. We scored like 70 points and they scored 55 or something. You know, I mean, I, are we top 10 in, uh, in uh, defense? Yeah, uh, number 13 overall total defense, uh, number one in multiple categories in the AAC, and if not number one, number two. It, the best way I I feel like I could only describe it this year is weird. It's a weird feeling. This is a team that is not having to put up 55 or 70-something a game to you know feel good about it. And credit to them. I mean, they, they brought in players. Coach Simons, you know, trusts what he does. He's proven that he's been able to put together elite defenses. And that defensive line is something, I mean, since Marcus Hunt was running around here and some of those guys, it's it's a different feeling around SMU. Um, as the lights go down a little bit, it, people, are, people are probably going to get a little bit. Is it, is it are dimming yeah. the lights? Yeah. Michelle, check that. Yeah. Is, are we okay? Yeah. All right, good. Um, yeah, people, they're setting the mood for, uh, you know, learning how to be romantic they're, with the defense. They're, they're, they're trying <laughs> to kick, new, it's a new field. They're, they're trying to kick us out of the Armstrong Fieldhouse. I mean, yeah. they're going to ask me for more money. I don't yeah. know. Just, this is all boy. This is all boy. ACC ready, right? Yeah. Speaking of ready, uh, this weekend's game. Okay. Uh, Tulsa, what do you remember about facing the Golden Hurricane all those years? Because they are always a tough out no matter what. Yeah, they were just, they were always well coached. Um, they played hard. Um, I mean, you know, it's Tulsa, though. So yeah. we're going to do our thing regardless. So we just always needed to score enough points. Because they, they, in the past, they could score points uh, in, quickly in a hurry. So if we, I think if we would have had, you know, this defense or whatever it is about this defense that's making them perform the way they perform, I would have to do a couple rings in my fingers, you know. So that would be nice. Nil. Nil. Yeah. If I had nil, I'd probably try to get a doctor's degree. I'd probably be in college. That's a really good point. I mean, think about that. Think about how it's changed since you were here. Yeah. The NIL and no, transfer I, portal. I mean, I like it. So, as a college athlete, like, it, it gets better every year, obviously. You know, it's called it, it's work for it, evolution. And I'm at the stage now, I'm thankful I got to play the NFL, still do. But, the, you know, the old salty players, it's like, oh, like, they shouldn't get this. And I feel, I understand now, because I'm missing out. You know, all my guys are missing out, too. And it's just, it's all good. I'm just being a, a salty, like, old guy. <laughs> Yeah, you're so old, 27 or 6 or whatever you are. You're just really old. So, I, Billy, I don't know much about Tulsa. So I know they haven't had a great season so far. Um, I normally – I always feel like Tulsa is a tough out. Their, uh, their coach, their defense – their, was it their head coach that went to uh, – Their head coach came in from Ohio State, Kevin Wilson. Yeah, so I don't know him very well. He's had a couple head coaching stops. He's – been an offense coordinator who's at Oklahoma for, for a while. Um, I, 
believe uh, somebody might be able to correct me, but I think he was the one that directed the Sam Bradford offense that kind of really started getting things going in the college game. But um, look, this is a Tulsa team that has two quarterbacks, which so if, you, if you have two, you, you right. can argue you don't have right. any. Uh, right. Cardell Williams, Braylon Raxon, last year Braylon Raxon came in against SMU, kind of sparked them a little bit. SMU still able to win last year, but look, this is a Tulsa team that a lot of the guys from two years ago in the brain here on that uh, night in November beat SMU um, in that final regular season game. And they have athletes. They always seem to they find always them. always seem to have athletes. But yeah. they are going through a defensive change from what Gillespie ran there for a while. Yeah. Um, and so it's just kind of changed a lot. And you lose 42 to 10 against Rice and you don't really have any marquee wins this year. It's it's a team that's kind of down and SMU used to jump all over who would think that maybe our toughest opponent this year might be Rice? <laughs> I mean, serious, the American Conference isn't what it used to be. I mean, let's be real. So we're in the ACC next year. We're going to talk about that more. But is Lisa still here? She's in charge of life after ball at SMU. I wanted her to uh, riff on. James, she would tell you that. I'm doing it. She would say that James was the toughest athlete that came here. I got, I got since you're doing it, at, least, no, no, no. at least let me do it since you're doing it. Well, I'm going to tell you how great you've become. I want to see how far you've gone. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm not just going to say, I mean, you're not still that way. I'm just saying when you came here, you know, you, you he actually played for Prime Prep. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so Coach Prime had a football team back in the day. Anyway, he came here and... He was uncoachable, unmanageable, didn't want to go to class, blah, blah, blah. See, let me tell you, I got it. But look at you, how did SMU change your life? That's what I'm getting. I got you, I got you. So I was, I would say I was the president of the James Bursley fan club. I didn't want any help, I got this. I didn't have it, you know, and it showed SMU is the university it is for a reason. I thought because you know I catch football real well, they were kind of got let me slide on in. <laughs> Funny story, actually after this catch, the Tulsa catch, you know he hyped it up or whatever. I have a class, rest in peace to this professor. She um, had a paper due. She congratulated me on my catch. Congratulations! Oh my gosh, you did so great! Boom, boom, boom! I gave her my paper. The vibes are high. I'm feeling the conversation. You know, I think we're on the same page. I get failed, so. Yeah. So I had to redo that paper. So, but, you know, nonetheless, like, S to answer this question, I'm thankful because SME treated me how the real world would treat me, you know? Uh, so many times as athletes, we get caught up in this world of me, 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 I, 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 and football, football, football. But the NFL stands for not for long. And, you know, like, just that's just the reality of it. So SME, gave me an opportunity to kind of look at something bigger than me, look at something beyond myself, beyond football, beyond my own plans, and force me into situations to be the man that, you know, God brought me here to be. Like, I'm, I'm thankful for it every day. I tell everybody, June 14, 2014, when I committed to SMU, was the best decision of my life. Decision, not a four-year decision, and you know, because you know, 
relationships like this, you know, getting to, to talk to you all and share the love and receive the love and you know, reciprocate that uh, throughout my, my four years here. And like I said, not just four years, but the 40 years beyond, I'm super thankful for it. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't beat that. Yeah. Uh, predictions? You got, you got a win? <laughs> uh, of course, we go. I think we go. Let me see. Uh, Spreads know. 20 and a half. 20 and a half. I, I say the score is going to be. We're going another 50 ball. Okay. I say another 50 ball. Okay. I don't care where they're at. Okay. They're not scoring 50. Okay. Wow. Remember the Temple Owl prediction for last week? <laughs> yeah, I know. Hopefully, you didn't bring her. It was 24 uh, point. That was halftime score. Yeah. We were up by 24. I'm going to go 28. SMU by 28 against Tulsa. I hate to see them because I'm always afraid of Tulsa, but that's where I'm going. Okay. This team's playing with a lot of confidence, really well on defense. Offense is starting to click and get going, so could be a, a relatively stress-free homecoming for the Mustangs. Bright and early, 11 a.m. Central on ESPNU. So, uh, look, guys, you got anything else? I'm good. Wow. This is fun. We'll do this again. Look, look, look. Guys, thank you to all of you for being here. Thanks for listening to the On the Pony Express podcast with Billy Embody. Follow us on your socials on X at SMU on 3 and on Instagram at on3SMU. And keep it locked to ontheponyexpress.com for more coverage. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.